Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe. Coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. 401 on a Friday afternoon here on 88.7 WRSU-FM. And you just heard Troy Savino on the voiceover. You know what that means. That's right. It's time for the Friday crew. I'm Chris Akonis and a bit of a short-handed uh, staff here today as I'm joined by my only co-host, Ronnie Walenta, who's hopping on the good old Opal for this one today. Ronnie, what's going on, my man? What's going on, Chris? I mean, we don't have as much depth today. Uh, you know, we don't know Schmied. Uh, and, uh, you know, but... We got we got the two uh, we got the two stars here. Yes, right? the, the the two people that keep keep the show and really the station moving. If I'm being completely honest, I I really appreciate that uh, that vote <laughs> of self confidence, but I, I uh, don't know about that necessarily, Chris. Uh, don't thanks. don't sell yourself short, Ronnie. Come on, <laughs> come on. All right, well we got a lot to talk about uh, today. Uh, might be the middle of the summer, but. Um, as some people like to say, it's talking season in college football. Uh, Rutgers uh, having their uh, media day presence out in Indianapolis uh, earlier today. We'll uh, get you the latest info out of that. Uh, we'll also be uh, talking a little bit about the whole situation with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 for the SEC. What does that mean for not only those schools and uh, their former future former peers in the Big 12, I guess, if you want to call them that, uh, and where that leads really the rest of college football, including Rutgers in the Big Ten. We'll get into all of that uh, in a little bit. Uh, also, you know, some baseball to talk about, as always. Um, Seattle Kraken expansion draft happening uh, the other night. Um, and, you know, we could also touch on the NBA Finals and just sort of whatever pops into our heads. There's always a point or two in virtually every crew where we sort of just go off script and talk about whatever we want. So um, we'll just sort of have to wait and see uh, for that. But. I do want to start here with Rutgers football and um, the latest out of camp, uh, not camp, excuse me, uh, media day. Um, you know, Rutgers coming in after a, uh, a season that showed a lot of promise amid everything that was going on uh, with COVID-19 uh, and, you know, no fans, limited schedule, all those setbacks. And they were able to um, get three Big Ten wins, something that this program has not done since 2017 uh, so now Greg Schiano comes in year two. He's returned a good amount of his starters on both sides of the football from last year. Uh, and, and, you know, the excitement is really at a level that it really hasn't been uh, at on the banks in the last, I want to say, you, you can say nine years, going back to 2012, maybe 2014. Uh, it, it just, we're at an inflection point, I feel like, in terms of where this program is headed. A lot of Rutgers fans are hoping for a bowl game. I don't think that's necessarily completely out of the question. I think their schedule is a bit more hostile to that than it was last year. Um, although I do think their non-conference uh, schedule is as close as you can get to three easy wins. Uh, so I think that if nothing else, Rutgers should get at least two or three there, and then it's just a question of surviving whenever they can in the Big Ten. Uh, Ronnie, I guess I just sort of want to get your look at it. Uh, as someone who was watching those games with us here as – someone who's going to be heading into uh, another year of Rutgers football here at WRSU, I guess. What do you make of this team as it's currently constructed? Yeah, I mean, Chris, you said it best. I, I think that this is uh, really a point in time where, again, you don't know necessarily what to expect in terms of actual results, um, but I think we can all agree that this team is on the right track. They're on the right 
step towards getting uh, to be a much more formidable program. I think, I mean, obviously the addition of Shiano was, was huge, but we're now getting to see the recruiting um, in which he's so solid at doing. I mean, Rutgers has just continued to get better in that area and it, it's because of Shiano. Um, and I think overall, if you look at the team, it's a better team uh, than last year. It's just, what are the results going to be based on the schedule and um, the opponents? And I, I think, though, you look at every game and uh, last year, you know, it was one of those years where we thought it was going to be kind of a tough season. Um, and they did pull out some impressive performances, whether they were wins or, you know, sometimes tough losses. They looked a lot better than they had in previous years. So I think I would continue to look for those kind of things, just uh, them getting better not necessarily maybe in the wins and losses, but just every game I think is going to be a little bit more competitive uh, than it's been in, in past years. Yeah. And I think that there are a couple of factors that really go in here. One is, you know, the continuity, and this is something that Grace Shano touched on this morning in his uh, media day press conference. And we're going to play that for you in a few minutes. Um, the continuity on this roster, you've got the same starting quarterback, Noah Vedral. You've got the same offensive coordinator and Sean Gleason. You've got, you know, a lot of the core playmakers. You talk about guys like Bo Melton on the receiving end, uh, Isaiah Pacheco in the running back slot, and, you know, those are just the top names. Returning a lot of experience on the offensive side of the ball and a lot of experience on the defensive side of the ball. Olakunle Fadakasi, Mike Tverdov, all, all these guys sort of coming back in. And, you know, I think that that kind of experience and being able to get all those reps in in 2020, remember Rutgers is one of only – I believe it was only one of two Big Ten teams to play all nine games as scheduled um, through a combination of, you know, them being responsible off the field and also just a little bit of luck because, you know, you can't really control what your opponent does. Um, but I think those two factors, that experience and that continuity, and also, you know, same defensive coordinator, really a lot of the assistants are the same as they were in 2020. Um, and, you know, this is an all-star, um, you know, as good of, a, of an assistant coaching staff as Greg Shano could have assembled at this stage of the rebuild. Uh, and a lot of promising, promising playmaking, uh, a lot of promising schemes that we saw in 2020. We could see them get installed a bit more to a greater extent in 2021. I think that continuity is going to be huge for Rutgers. Yeah, I mean, that's a great way to put it. it it's kind of, um, as you mentioned, it, it's a lot about the collective team and them getting uh, the opportunity uh, last year again to to really work together and to kind of develop um, into a cohesive unit uh, rather than just a bunch of players with talent and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, one more year under the belt, obviously one more year for Greg Schiano to continue to install game plans, continue to use his mind. Just, I mean, the plays we saw on special teams, um, the way that they were so effective using special teams last year was huge. But then the offensive and defensive uh, cores, again, staying together, knowing the plays that worked last year and, and still being able to add new things to the playbook because you have another year of the same guys. It's huge. And it's it's one of those things that, I mean, for me, it, it kind of relates to the to the basketball team a little bit, to Rutgers basketball, and in that you don't really have those stars. You don't have like the greatest of players coming out of the recruiting class there. He ha he does have an, uh, an impressive recruiting class, but you're not necessarily going to compete with the Ohio States, the Michigans in those areas, but they can develop as a cohesive unit and they're developing as a young unit getting older in the conference. And I think 
that that's always the way to build. You're going to, if you can get some young players on board and they can live in the program for a few years and continue to get better and better, not only are you going to improve on the field, but you're going to improve the relationship with the community and, and improve those recruiting classes. So I think exactly what you said, Greg Shiano is really just building this program. These players are going to be, again, even more pumped to go this year with the fans in the stands. And I think that it is one of those things where it's building much more towards the future, but there is going to be some success in the present uh, as well. And I think that that is exactly what you're saying, a a product of the fact that they got so many reps in last year uh, with the uh, current group of players. I mean, I don't know if I would go so far to say they can't recruit with uh, some of those blue blood schools. If you look at the, uh, at the recruiting rankings right now, the average ranking for Rutgers, Rutgers is ranked somewhere in the top 15. I'm going off the top of my head right now. I don't have it pulled up, but they're ranked somewhere in the top 15. I believe they have a higher average recruit rating for 2022 so far uh, than Michigan does. So I don't know if I would write them off in that regard just yet, Ronnie. But I get, but your point is generally accurate. Um, this is a team that is, and this is a coach who has, you know, historically taken relatively under-recruited and underrated players and developed them into NFL high-level NFL players. I mean, you look at the McCourty twins, you look at uh, players like Ray Rice, you look at players that really produced Gus Edwards uh, with, well, that's actually more of a Kyle Flood thing. But guys like that um, have developed and gotten up to another level. Another guy would be Logan Ryan. Uh, I, I I could rattle off a bunch more names, but you get the idea. These are guys that were not necessarily five-star recruits out of high school. These weren't necessarily, you know, guys that were being recruited all by exclusively Alabama, Ohio State, and the like. But they're guys that were able to develop, grow in three, four years at Rutgers, and then go on to have successful pro careers. So if if he can do that with those kinds of players, and if he could even recruit at a higher level, he's currently on pace for his best-ever recruiting class in year two of the rebuild. Um, so if he can get at that, I think that Rutgers is going to be in a very good position I mean, they're not in a horrible position now, but they could be in a very good position in by, say, 2023. Yeah, and your point is well taken. I, um, you know, looking at the rankings right now per uh, 24-7 sports, uh, they're number four in the Big Ten um, and number 12 nationally. And and again, it's it's impressive that they're at number four. I mean, the fact uh, the fact of the matter is Ohio State, we all know Ohio State, the they went to the the championship last year. We knew that they were going to outrank everybody. Penn State and then Michigan are right under there. And again, you can probably argue whether or not it's Rutgers or Michigan um, near there. My only point was, again, Rutgers does not necessarily have the history in the recent years um, to kind of compete with them necessarily face-to-face in the, in the um, recruiting uh, part That's of fair. this. but. I, I do think, though, as to your point, the fact that Greg Schiano has done so well with a team last year that didn't have many expectations, uh, it, is, it just speaks volumes of how well he's done in, in the early stages of, of his return to Rutgers. And I think another great point you made was the fact that he's done this with players that are not necessarily uh, the, the highest recruits. He's, he knows how to develop players that may not have that kind of regard and and to get players that are even more talented it 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 only it's only going to help the fact that he's going to be able to build these players into really really solid college football players maybe going on to the next level as well and and it it is extremely impressive what he's able what he's been able to do in the recruiting 
I, I'm not trying to make light of, of anything. No, like that, I know. But, I know. I know. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking some a little bit of smack. We're moving up the rankings. I think quicker no, than exactly. even the most optimistic Rutgers fans expected. So, you know, I, I think I've oh, I, reserved the right me, to be a little I, confident, Ronnie. I, I completely agree with you. You got to be confident in, uh, in this spot. And again, Rutgers is making huge steps. I mean, the, sometimes these steps are take years and years and years to make. And, and Rutgers seems to be doing it very quickly with Greg Schiano, and I think that that's just that's all on him. He's just been extremely good in that area. And again, on the field product, the offense and defense are returning most of the key players, and they're only going to get better. Is is all I'm trying to say. And and I think um, again that it's just going to be really interesting to see where the wins and the losses fall, but. You can't you can't deny the way that they've improved this uh, this system over the past year. No question. And, you know, one other point I want to touch on, then I'm going to play the Shiano audio from earlier today. Um, You could talk about the recruiting and player development, all that. But a big part of that is something that Rutgers has lagged in a bit in recent years. uh, Strength and conditioning. If you go and look at the 2021 roster right now on uh, the Rutgers website, one of the things that stands out to you immediately is just the progress that some of these guys have made in terms of becoming more physical, becoming stronger, bigger. Um, two of the key defensive players for Rutgers, Mike Tverdov um, and Tyshawn Fock. Mike Tverdov is going to be coming into the season six foot four, 275 pounds, put on 20 pounds in one offseason. Tyshawn Fogg's going to be six foot two, 245, put on 13 pounds this offseason. I mean, those are the kinds of you know strides and gains in the offseason that uh, really was needed for Rutgers to take that next step and really compete with their Big Ten peers in, from a physicality standpoint. Um, I don't know about you, but when I see those kinds of numbers pop up on the roster, that makes me very excited uh, for what this team can do. Yeah, I, I think you bring up, again, a really underrated um, aspect of the game. And, and you know, everybody talks about physicality in the trenches and all of that, but it is really built in the off season, as you're saying, and, and these are already really good players in Tverdov and Fog that, again, are just adding more to their game. And and we saw, you know, I think a, an underrated aspect of Ohio State. You don't hear him talked about that much, but the the fact that their trenches are so good, the offensive and defensive lines make those skill players that much better. So I think with Rutgers, that is one area where they need to get better. Um, and I think that they are taking it personally right now, as as you mentioned with. Uh, the two players and that that's part of again what what Shiano does it's projecting these players at their best and I think um, with the recruiting classes that he's getting right he, that's what he's trying to do he's trying to project these players um, as they add on more muscle as they get more physical as they get more reps in and and again it's all going to get better um, it's just trending upward and again physicality is such an underrated part of the game we, we hear a lot about skill players and it's really the trenches that matter right now. And I think Greg Shauna really does uh, understand that. And, and he puts a lot of resources into the trenches um, and he's done it really quickly so far. I don't know about you, Ronnie, but like I, I look at what Mike Tverdov did last year, made it a fourth team, all big 10 honorable mention, all big 10, depending on you know which outlet specifically you take that player uh, who, who Rutgers fans already love um, add 20 pounds to him. I mean, you're looking at someone who, if he takes like those kinds of strides, on the field, the way he has off the field. I mean, you're looking at someone who could potentially play his way into the NFL draft. Yeah, and and also last year, I mean, it was just such a tough season for everybody. It was one of those where it was really unpredictable, and and 
for a player and to get into that mentality and play that well um, for a Rutgers team that again, really exceeded expectations, even if, you know, the win loss record wasn't amazing. It, it's really impressive. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. This is a guy that is going to probably rise up those rankings. And I, I think he's going to look again, really, really good this year. And uh, again, they're going to be even more hyped up because of the crowds that are coming into SHI and, it's just going to be a lot of fun to watch. And I think you're going to get a lot of big crowds this year and, and crowds that are just excited to see this team finally being a really competitive team uh, against even the best competition. Yeah, Ronnie, I think you're pretty much spot on in, in, in all of those respects. So um going to be a fun uh, training camp. We're getting into that in the next couple of weeks. And we're about doing the math in my head here, about five, six weeks away from uh, the first week of, Rutgers football, uh, full capacity fans, uh, you know, all that excitement that we were hoping to get last year off the field with all that. Uh, we got it on the field uh, in year one. Let's see uh, what that's going to be like. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, not just for Rutgers fans and for Rutgers, uh, the team, but for us as journalists, too. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that uh, when we come back on the other side of this break. We'll have Greg Schiano's uh, audio from Media Day. We'll hear what he had to say earlier today, and then we'll break that down a little bit more and then we'll get into uh, our locks of the week and uh, some more uh, um, sports talk here on the Friday crew on WRSU FM, New Brunswick. <laughs> 